moving, folks. This um, this uh, ooh, these, this month is just a rough one. Uh, I'm wearing a tank top to match yours. Thank you, babe. Look, we're matching it this morning. You look good. <laughs> um, super. Uh, we just have. We're just. Oh, I, mean, I don't have on lipstick. I'm we are, chewing. We, I don't have on lipstick. We are. Running and gunning. I mean, it is a... I was about to say the same thing. We think I like. Crazy, crazy, stupid week, uh, month yeah. of travel, of... I mean, it's just nuts. But in a good way, we're very blessed. We are healthy. We are happy. We have work. And October really chills out for us. November really chills out, except for filming a special. And December... And I was like, does October chill out? It doesn't feel like I'm looking over at Lori like with the calendar. I don't know. I have two October weeks off in, November, in October. Two yeah. full weeks. I have the week of Garrett's birthday so off. So it chills out for you, then, but not for me, because then you're home, so then there's more going on. That's how it works. Do you guys have no idea how how, how, how I feel when she says things like, it's so much better when you're gone. No. Like, th that's basically what you just said. No, that is not what I just said. Oh, it, it chills out for you, but not for me, because then I have you in the house. <laughs> That essentially what you said, essentially what you said was, when you're gone, my life is better. <laughs> no. That's basically what you just said. I did not say yes, it's did. better. I Check the I'll comments. Go. Check the comments. I we'll, think we'll a lot out. of, as I chew and talk at the same time, um, I think a lot of women can relate to what I'm saying. Like when it's just the two kids, I can boss them around. I can put them to bed and say lights out. I can't do that And that's you. exactly why the kids <laughs> like me more than you. I guess you, Steve like. Did we get out. another light? What is that? What is that box? No, I just got No, that box. What is that? Oh, yes, to replace this one. <laughs> we got another light? Maybe that one's like, I put it back together every time I use it. It's janky. Oh, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you, you, I'm so over both of y'all. Fired, fired, everybody's fired. Um, anyway, so I guess there's another light. Jeez Louise, this... The the uh, there is not a day. It is on you. I can make that, you dark if you want. I don't care. There is not a day that goes by that we do not get multiple boxes. Not one day. We literally played. It's like I'm not saying anything because it's true. That's correct. We literally played. What's the actual retail price in the living room before we walked in here? Because <laughs> I got a great deal. That's oh. why. I got it's a, a really, trick. I got a really impressive deal. Well, it was basically two for the price of one, so that's why I bought two. Why? Why do? <laughs> why do? Why do women not understand? Understand what? That tell me. Tell me what women everything, don't understand. They're always on sale. Everything's oh, for sure. on sale. Yeah, no, because no. It, that's how they get women to bite. That they, they put a stupid, ridiculous price tag on yes. it to basically. To basically give you retail. No, you are not telling me so anything. I don't know, it, Steve Trevino. Now, back in the day, you were you were the queen of Macy's coupons. You loved having Macy's coupons, and I would well, show you. Well, because you used to be able to like stack. No, I know the I price. Would I would show you because you would look at it and be like, "Look, babe, twenty percent off." And then the twenty percent off was essentially what I could find it at regular price somewhere else. They're tricking you. It is a fucking trick. Yeah, but if it's it is like a psychological quality trick. or prettier or something. You, no. It is a trick. 
and women fall for it every fucking time. I know with, with, that if I, know I wait these, till after Thanksgiving, you what is, I mean, what after Halloween, what is left of Halloween will be marked down to 60 or 70% off. Which that is, is a bargain. Which is actual retail price. No. Yes. 70% off is not actual retail price. 70% no. off is like what... Occasionally, what you pay if you ordered it off of one of those websites that ships from China. Occasionally, yes, you do get a deal, but I would say eighty percent of the time it is bullshit. You do not meet women that go, "Oh my God, I paid full price for this." Never, because the shoe people, the purse people, the clothes people, they all know that you women fucking bite when they think they got it on sale. Okay. It's like... True or false? Well, some people, but I know what something like should really cost and what I should pay for it, and I legit know when I'm getting no a good idea deal on it versus when really I'm cost. not. Yes, I do. No. You are the one who has no idea because you don't have the patience to wait till something goes on sale. So you walk into a store and you're like, I need this now, I'm taking it, and you walk out with it. Because men shit is priced appropriately. Oh, that's not true. It's the same. It's the same with weddings, dude. It's all the same. Any Anything that they can mess with women's emotions, they use. If it's a wedding, flou- wedding flowers yes. are double. Wedding food is double. Sure. Wedding decorations is triple. A wedding photographer is triple. It, it's all bullshit. Oh, yeah, but wedding photographer, you you don't want, like, it is a it happens one time and it's done. If you hey, don't have dude, a good photographer to grab it the minute it happens. In, back in the 90s, you sat at your table and there was a disposable camera. <laughs> you grabbed it and they said, take all the pictures and all the dudes took pictures of their balls. And so that way when they, <laughs> you, didn't know, you didn't know that? Can you actually, I wonder if take you took pictures like. pictures of your balls? Yes, you can. <laughs> No, but like if I showed up uh, with a disposable camera at CVS or Walgreens or Walmart oh, there a, photo, a, would they even be able to process it anymore for me? I'm, I'm sure somewhere. You know, maybe not Walmart. They have to or, like mail it out. I wonder where they do that anymore. Uh, who knows? That is a good question. But yes, back in the day, zit, 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 uh-huh. and then you would take pictures. But anytime they mess, anything, anything that is women emotionally attached to, they charge triple. Well, the two-for-one mirrors I got look beautiful, so there you go. You're welcome. Two. So I was right on the price then. <laughs> I did get the price right. Huh? I did get the price right. I know. I told you what I paid for them, what which I was a bargain. <laughs> and then we it's... needed one for each, above each bedside table, so I got two. <laughs> Can't just have one and not the other one, Steve. Every day. And it's then, the rule and then... of, of symmetry. <sighs> okay. It is what it is. <laughs> You will not win this one. I, I, I never not win. with me or in the Because comments. our audience is female. <laughs> our audience is, is 70% female. So yes, I will never win. I, you know what? It's funny because it is 70% female. I win 30% of the time. That, that's about how much I win. It's 30% of that's the time. That's funny. Um, anyway, I don't even... This was not the topic that we were no, going to talk about. No, not at all. What were we going to talk about? Well, I... I um, I, I'm so happy to have done the the Allegan <gasps> County Fair. Oh yeah, we um, got to talk about that. Yes, it was a it was definitely a interesting situation. So it's in Michigan, so right? It was in Michigan, and we kept saying it wrong the whole time. Is it Allegheny? Is it Allegan? Is it Allegan? I think it's Allegan. It? It, it. I got to tell you, dude, it felt like Gregory Portland. Yeah. Yes, it was very down to earth, very small town. Um, I loved it. I, I, I loved being there. I did not know what to expect. Um, now, the, the issue was that Nellie 
Nelly had performed or was supposed to perform. Is he the one that sings, it's getting hot in here? That's her, Nelly, right? And her. And her. And her. Okay. It's getting hot in her. Uh-huh. Get it right. I don't know how you spell that, but that, that's how <laughs> um, So Nelly was supposed to perform. For whatever reason, his flight got canceled or whatever. His people called my people and asked if he could make up the show on my night. And then I would open for him. And, and I tried to be um, as accommodating as possible. Um, well, you kind of don't. I mean, you kind of don't have a choice. Like, let's be honest, right? Like, when you no, I could have call, said no. Everyone's doing it out of courtesy, but like, I could have said no. I, 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 I absolutely could have said no. You think anyone would have? Oh yeah, I think I think ninety percent of comics would say no. Yeah. Yes. I said yes because I would want somebody to do the same for me. Now, I don't think many people would do the same, and I probably get brokenhearted when I go, well, how come I do it and nobody else does? But Well, but look, sorry, uh, can, so yeah. just so you break down the business of it for me. So if you had said no, then the fair would have had to have refunded all of those people for their tickets. They probably still had a guaranteed amount of money that they had to pay Nelly that yep. they were out. Well, so. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think it's very complicated. I think... I think because he didn't show up that he probably had to forfeit some money. Oh, I didn't um, think about that because he know, wasn't able he, to make it there because of flight on his part. Yes. So he's obligated to be there too and he didn't make it. So I don't know. Yeah. The, 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 the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, I, I pride myself and hang on, it's, it's Johnny real quick. Uh, hey, buddy, right in the middle of the podcast, Johnny Sanchez, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we might as well put you on speaker. Johnny right? always calls during the podcast. Johnny should just be like our call-in guest. Well, I feel bad because we have him on. <laughs> we have him on the pot. He has COVID right now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so he's not doing well, Johnny. You got a bad Johnny? You know, last night was bad. I, I it started on Sunday, and it just felt like a chest cold and a, and a oh, cough. But then now. last night, man, the. The fever and the coughing was, I was up all night. I didn't really sleep last, last night at all. So, But I told um, him he, he actually sounds great. I heard a little in his chest. I mean, you get, no, he, his voice is definitely different. Yeah. But, but, you know, this is his first time to get COVID. He's a, he's a rookie. Oh, first timer. We got a whoa. First timer. Yep. You're not a Petri dish like our family. I think I've had it five times. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so I'm... I just, I was telling Steve, I thought maybe I was immune to it at first because I, people all around me were getting it and I'd never get it, but it um, finally got me. So, well, um, I, I know oh, you're calling back. Are, are you going to be able to do the gig with me? Well, I'm going to tell you my sister. I think it's doable. So just c call me back when you're done. I will brother. Uh, I'll g give me about an hour and we'll give you, we'll hit you back and get it all worked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I wanted to ask your opinion on it, and um, either because I could, I might have to drive instead of fly, but I'll let you know what the situation is. Okay, ten four. I'll call you back. All right, all right. Take care, guys. All right, see ya. Um, Johnny's the best, um, and so funny. Gosh, he's so funny. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, so anyway, Nelly, you know, I, I did it because, you know, I I try very hard to be as nice as possible. Yeah. You know, I try very hard to accommodate. I try very hard to, um, you know, and I also think of like, you know, I want longevity in my career and I want people to, to, I, I feel like everybody goes up, must come down. 
Oh, I was going to say, what so does this situation have to do with if, longevity? What's the connection? Well, because if you're shitty to people on the way up, then when you're on the way down, they can't wait to go, no, we're not booking that guy. Fuck yeah. him. Right? But if you're on the way down and you were nice and you were kind and you were accommodating and, and people go, you know what? We love Steve. Yeah. And we'd love to have him back. You know, he, he's not selling as many tickets as he used to, but you know what? We love him. And he helped us out once and, you know, he was a good guy. And, you know, so yeah. th that's kind of the attitude I have towards it. And, and I was like, sure. Yeah, no problem. And, you know, it turned into a shit show because my fans were upset because they, they then had to take away the seated chairs and make it general admission. Well, and then if they wanted to sit, they moved them back to the back. And then Nelly's people were upset because some of my people wanted to stay in the VIP area and then they weren't able to put there. It, it was a, it really was a, a, a complete shit show. So me again, trying to make it all work and trying to be accommodating and, and trying to, to also let the people know that bought tickets that I truly cared about them. Yeah. My decision was, Hey, let them all know that I will do a full meet and greet. I will meet everybody that wants to meet me in person. We'll take a picture together, the whole thing. So flew into Grand Rapids, Drove my ass to uh, about a about 45-minute hour drive to Allegan uh, for the county fair. Did, I did not get to meet Nellie. Nellie was asleep in his tour bus. And then um, I did meet his um, road manager. And, and he's got an old-school, you know, forever friend road manager. Yeah. Um, who's a little older. Super nice guy. Yeah. Really enjoyed talking to him. Um, he was so proud. Like I, I always, I love when I see pride in parents' faces. Uh huh. Because he was so proud to tell me that his daughter was, is at UT right now. Oh, cool. Um, and and just he was he just had this glow about him and yeah, and very sweet guy. But he was like, oh, you're from Texas. My my daughter's at UT, and you could just tell that he was so proud. Yeah. To have sent his daughter, you know, to a major university, right? So then he, you know, we talk, we hang out. I end up meeting another guy and from Nelly's team from Nelly's team yeah. young guy chatting it up with him really cool dude turns out that that's the road manager's son oh no way and super nice guy went to college you know himself um wants to move to Nashville was asking me about San Antonio I mean just really cool dude so I'm doing the meet and greet um and then Nelly goes up so I don't get to meet Nelly Nelly goes up well that Abby's son the road manager's son is the backup singer and rapper with uh, Nelly. Oh, no way. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, dude, this kid's awesome, you know? Yeah. Um, didn't get to see much of Nelly. Hauled ass because we had a a, a 10-hour drive to Minneapolis. How, but you didn't finish. How was the meet and greet with the people? Amazing. Like, how? Amazing, amazing, amazing. And and They understood. It, they weren't upset. Several of them said, thank you for doing the meet and greet. They, they still were upset. Yeah. Definitely still, like, Hey, this sucks. You know, um, thank you for doing this. Uh huh. But we came to, we wanted to sit down and watch a comedy show. We're all huge fans and we didn't get it. Yeah. And we could care less about Nelly, a lot of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, d um, different fan base. But the booker and then the people that run the fair from the county were just overwhelmingly appreciative that I was accommodating. Yeah. You know, and, and we kept it super, super simple. And she was like, oh, my gosh, you're probably the easiest talent we've ever had to deal with. You, you were so. So, again, trying to do the right thing. And, 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 you know, if people think that people don't talk, people yeah. talk. 
you know, people, people from other counties are going, Hey, how did Nelly work out for you? How did that, how did Steve Trevino work out for you? Right. Yeah. They're going to tell them, Oh my God, Steve's easy peasy. Great show. You know, did but a, you did don't a think it also then makes it hard for you to sell tickets there again, because people are, will be a little gun shy. Not, I mean, maybe for the fair. Yeah. You know, but, but I don't know. I mean, it, it was, it was really down to earth. The people were, were, it really reminded me of Gregory Portland. Yeah. Um, a lot of, you know, farming and, and rancher country folk type, you know, love doing it. And, and I hope to come back. Um, I did get a, a text message from Nelly and Nelly was like, Hey, it's Nelly. You're super hilarious. I've been watching your TikToks. Thank you for accommodating me. So I also thought that, that that was nice for Nelly to then reach out. Yeah. And he goes, man, I hope to meet you in person, see you on the road, you know. Yeah. I, I thought that was really um, class act for him yeah. to, to reach out, you know. Yeah. And by the way, I didn't realize how many Nelly songs I knew. Uh-huh. There's a lot of them yeah. right, that he does. So yeah. super cool show. Got my ass to Minneapolis. Amazing show. Amazing people. Amazing theater. Didn't get to hang out. I was gonna out. say I saw the postcard of the theater. It was so pretty. Garrett was asking me, he's like, Mom, where is this? And I was like, Dad, because I gave you a gift basket and it had postcards in it. I said, That's where dad performs. And he was like, Oh, whoa, that place looks cool. It was it was awesome. And then off to Louisville, Kentucky, which I had never done um um Louisville before. Yeah. You know, so really cool little town. Like yeah. really cool town. It's part of the it's part of the um what they call the bourbon trail. Oh, I don't know about the bourbon trail. What's the bourbon trail? So the bourbon trail is American whiskey and bourbons were made from Tennessee through Kentucky. Uh-huh. Right. Where all the bootleggers were and all the, you so it's know, a bootleg trail, essentially. Kind of. Yeah. Where they, all these, you know, uh, bourbons and, and whiskeys are made. Right. And uh-huh. of course it's home of the Kentucky Derby, which I've been telling you, I want to take you to. Yeah. Derby's out of this world for men and women, the, yeah. the outfits, the whole thing, you know, um, and then I got a little Louisville Slugger baseball bat that had my name on it. So, you know, me being a baseball lover and, and of course, Garrett and I loving baseball together, yeah. man, to bring him that bat with my name on it. Like, look at my name's on you know. <laughs> it. I mean, of course, cause I'm little, it was a little one, you know, <laughs> it was a little bat, but, um, you set me up for that one and I didn't hit it. <laughs> show, yeah. You never hit it, girl. <laughs> I don't miss one. Um, I don't like the little bats. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Good job. Good job. But you're stuck with one. So it's, uh, you better learn to love it. You better learn to love it. Um, so, so it was, it was just, it was a great weekend. It was exhausting. Um, with the, the travel. travel, you know, absolutely exhausting, um, with the travel, but, and then today, you know, the reason that we're running and gunning and, and the way we are is because today I'm flying out, um, yeah. this evening, Actually, in the next few hours, I have to get on a plane and head out. But um, excited! And I got about, I got Halloween decorations to put up. Renee, it's getting nuts, dude. What do you it, mean? We have so it's much. It's getting nuts. It, it, it is getting nuts. It is. It is. At, it, it, you were at a point to where it was like, okay, this girl's extra. Uh huh. Now you're at ridiculous. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I, I honestly think you need to do a video uh, on your TikTok or Instagram 
Those of you that aren't following you the know, Instagram. okay, you you make it sound like we're one of those houses that like has all the stuff, like the pirate ship, the ones you see on TikTok. We're not like crazy every like that. single room in our house is has Halloween decorations. There's no Halloween decorations. There's one right there. Yet. There's one right there. Because I'm waiting to put them up. There's one right there. <laughs> Don't give me your shit. I think you need to do a video and show everybody and ask: ridiculous or not ridiculous? Oh, you know what? I'm working to keep Halloween classy because Halloween can very quickly go over into kitschy territory, and I'm oh, it's fucking kitschy. Classy is the right word, but I'm I'm working on keeping it pulled together. It is absolutely ridiculous, and and we can we stop buying shit, please. Honestly, it's, I think we did good this year. Let's, yes, let's put the brakes on. Yes, it is. We're, we are, bo- we are borderline on too many tubs for storage. Yes, we, we're done. I have a container, a, a, we call them sea cans. Some of you know, know what they are. They're the train containers, are the containers they put on the back of 18 wheelers. So if you can imagine when, when an 18 wheeler drives by, all that cargo space in the back, that's what we have. We're out of room. And all it has is holiday decoration. No, that's not true. You know what? We actually need to clean it out because when the casita flooded and we had to redo it, the guys just put everything in boxes and put it back there. And there's like body wash and shampoo and that's like melted and crusty from being in that that's shipping one container. Box. Like, there's a couple of those. It, it, it is full of decorations to the point where I might have to buy another shipping container. No, we'll edit. I will edit. Not we will. I will edit. It's ridiculous. Lori, is it ridiculous? It's beautiful. But ridiculous. (laughs) It is ridiculous. No, but I... You know what? We'll, well, ask, no. we'll ask, then, ask the ladies when they come over tomorrow. No, and then what even what even sucks more is that I have my employees going, I'm stressed, and there's just so much going on. It's like, no, motherfuckers, you guys are decorating for Halloween. That is a luxury. That is not a, we have to do it. No, uh, but oh, I, there's just so much going on, and I just can't, and it's just, and we're stressed out, and there's just shit, and, we're, and it's like, well, yeah, you're stressed out because you decorated Every single room in this house, like it's a fucking department store. We're trying to get it decorated. Which, by the way, all I'm saying is, is it? Does it look cool? Is it awesome? Yes, it looks cool. It is awesome. I don't, I don't mind having it because our house looks really cool. What I do mind having uh-huh. is the bitching. You're the one who bitches because there's spiders and spider webs and I stuff. Bitch. Like yes, no. yes. When, no, when I'm we're trying to put it up. No, I'm talking it. about the. I don't have time, and I'm busy. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, no, you're busy because you want to be busy and you are busy doing something that is aesthetic and that doesn't have to be done. I am hosting something tomorrow night. Tell everybody what you're and hosting. And so the goal is to have the what are you hosting? all decorated what are you hosting? for that. <laughs> I, I invited um, a bunch of ladies over because I am collecting costumes for foster children in our neighborhood. And I'm, you would be I'm proud of you. so, so surprised to know how many foster children there are. And Rebecca, who used to work for us, said that, uh, or Rebecca, who does work for us, used to work for a children's facility. And she said they gave them $10 to go shopping for Halloween costumes for each kid. And how she's many, like, what do, you, what do you buy for $10? How many women like, do you have coming over? Um, I think I've invited about 50 people. But, I'm, but I've said, you know, gently used because our kids wear them for three hours and then they're done with them. 
Um, so gently used or new costumes. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping to get a lot of costumes. I really am. I know that we have like I, five I, used ones and I bought some new ones. So look, I'm, I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy that you're doing that. And it is amazing. And, and yes, I'm happy that our phone, our, our home looks amazing and it does, but let's just stop. Let's just slow down. <laughs> no, um, but my thought was like, come see all these beautiful Halloween decorations. Kind of like at Christmas time, they do the parade of homes. We're like a know? department store. I know the parade of homes and people buy a ticket. And We're they like a department store. Christmas decorations. Um, but with that being like, you know, I'm really proud of you that you're doing this because I think that the older you get and the older that we get that, you know, I call it party with a purpose. Yeah. Right. Like, of course, get your girlfriends together and hang out and have drinks. Yes. But it's more responsible to have your girlfriends come over and party. And then and in addition to having a get together yeah. and to, to, to party together to do something. Well, it's you a lot know? of work to plan and host. But, but, and so if I'm going to do what, it, I want it to be, you know, for a good cause. That's what Helicopters for Heroes is for me. Yeah. Like, here's a weekend that I get to have a boys weekend, hang out, have a good time, have drinks. There's, I'm not booked on the road. I'm not Steve Trevino, the comedian, Yeah. but I'm doing it responsible because I'm also raising money for veterans. Yeah. So I would encourage people that as you get older and you do events with your friends, your family, um, you know, to put things together that also benefit other things. Party yeah. with a purpose. Yeah. Right. I just want to be like a fairy godmother and like sprinkle goodwill here and there, wherever I can, whenever I can. No, I think it's great. And, and you know, the, the crazy part is that I don't know if you remember this, but I don't know. I, it probably last year on this podcast, we had a, a bigger conversation where you were like, look, I'm glad you do helicopters for heroes. I want my own thing. And remember, and you're doing it. Well, I'm you not, know? like I said, not necessarily my, my own thing, but just, I want no, no, to be able to sprinkle where do I your, Put I your can. energy towards something that you care about. Yeah. Not that you don't care about veterans, yeah. but that's my thing. It's something that is your thing. Yeah. So it, it has been really special to see you kind of take the ball and really run with it. Um, we did the Mother's Day podcast where we were able to raise, I, I think, 25000 Yeah. if I'm correct, um, for the foster kids and foster home, New Braunfels Angels. And then for you to continue to, to kind of do things throughout the year like this, yeah. it's special, and I'm proud of you. And, and you know, yeah. I think it's... I think others need to hopefully get inspired. I hope other people go, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do one next week. You well, know? what I really wanted to do was we, we decided we were still going to go ahead and collect the costumes because this is the first year we've tried to do it. But what I really wanted to do was to partner up with a pumpkin patch. And the goal was to collect the costumes early in the season. And then at a local like fall festival pumpkin patch, be able to invite the foster families to come and essentially shop Pick out their stuff. Yeah. And, so and the then. kids felt like they got to shop for their costume um, and they could do the bouncy house and the face painting. And we'd have a photographer take beautiful family photos of them and the pumpkin patch, that kind of thing. They have no family. Um, no, the, the foster, the foster <laughs> kids. No, no. One of the foster families, you were so awful. One of the, <laughs> no, at our podcast, okay. one of the foster families said we get foster these, families. Yes, yeah, said we get yes. these kids for a little bit of time, and then they go on. I don't know why you think this is funny. <laughs> it was so what dark. What was the joke? Because it was so fucking dark. 
Because you go, so they're gonna have family photos. I'm like, no, the point of these poor kids have no family. No. That's why the no, but the foster parents said we don't oh, have God, pretty that photos was I don't that care. mark the well, kids. I, I understand. Time with these kids. I understand, and I'm completely I'm kidding. But it was funny. It you're was, seeing how comics are sick, dark, and twisted right now. That's what <laughs> we, you're. That's what are. you're being privy we to. We are sick, dark, and twisted, and yes. that's why I'm trying to. Uh, uh, be a better man every day. I'm trying to do things better. I'm trying to be better because I wasn't always the best. And I was, I, in my opinion, not a good person a long time ago. And I am, uh, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to genuinely You're trying be to better. teach your brain to tell your mouth. <laughs> that was fucking funny, dude. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, no, I'm excited for you. And, and I'm, I'm interested to see um, next week on the podcast to talk about um, if it was a success or not. Yeah. I, I would like to show more pictures on the podcast. You know, I would, I really would, I, I really would have loved to, you know, shown the pictures of the panty party, but you did do a TikTok, and you're you going to put it on Instagram. Yeah. I need to put it on my Instagram. I, I like Instagram. Instagram is where I like to share stuff, but I'm, but I know TikTok is the thing. Can so we I'm can, to do that? Can, can we, um, also talk about, um, you coming on the road this week? Yes. Yeah. So the only thing I want to do is Universal Studios with the kids. That's the only thing I want. You're leaving tomorrow, but then I'm hanging back. I'm hosting this event, and the kids are in school. So then the kids and I are flying out with Grandma Dora and Grandpa Art, so that we have um, babysitters while we're there. I'm coming to Irvine, but we also have producer Rick is going to meet us there. Oh, he is coming after all. Rick's coming. Yeah. And um, your management team will be there because it's SoCal. And, and Netflix people and network people and... Set designer um, that set we designer haven't met. And um, NFL network people are coming. But lots of lots of uh, getting ready for the filming of the special. So yes. I'm coming out to watch the set. Um, hopefully get some video recordings of the set I think, to um, work off of. I think I want to talk to Mike, but I think Mike got, has the audio. Sweet. Cameraman Mike has okay. the audio. Cool. So um, I I know that I think we can get it um, from him. But okay. we we were uh, Renee and I are actually the reason she's dressed like this is because you know we have been trying to work out more often and we do try to work out together at times. Yeah. And, Skeletons and, took priority this morning. Yes. Um. So we're we're after this we're gonna go work out together. But I I enjoyed the topic and you completely ignored me yesterday. Uh oh. Um. But one of your trainers on the pellet I. That's what sucks. I gotta, I'm working out while she's listening to fucking Peloton. Um, which, by the way, if you're on the Peloton, please come and beat Captain Evil. Somebody took Captain Evil. So her. Yeah, her, I'm, I am Renee with an A. I am Renee with an A because Peloton, we which agreed, is my Instagram handle. We agreed that her Instagram handle was a pain in the ass to remember. <laughs> so we thought we'd put it on Peloton. Yeah, so let's too. go ahead and put it on no, Peloton no, too. But I did. Um, so you, on Peloton, you can hashtag. So if anyone is on Peloton, I am hashtag, they can be Team Captain Evil. Oh, there you go. be Team Captain um, Evil. But, you know, so I have to, while I'm lifting weights and getting this body in perfect condition, <laughs> um, Renee's doing the Peloton. And then I always have to listen to the freaking um, girls on there, like pumping them up. Come on, girls, get those vaginas in shape. Exactly I have to hear it. Um, but I, I really found the one that you were using yesterday interesting and she was talking about like, you know, nostalgia stuff and how she oh. felt as a kid. And, you know, and I, I go, I think that would be a good topic for the podcast. And then you literally didn't even 
um, acknowledge me no, as a human. Me, well, no, because you asked me about my first my first crush or my first boyfriend <coughs> or something, and then it started to get a little awkward. So I just was like, I'm just gonna keep pedaling. <laughs> well, no, because she said she goes, she goes, she goes. I, I love this song because it reminds me of my first crush. And then I go, and then I asked Renee, I was like, Do you remember your first crush? Yeah. And it was crazy to me that you didn't have a crush until junior high. Yeah. I remember like boys having a crush on me and like at homecoming, they buy you a mom or they would buy me flowers or they would ask if their mom could drive us to the movies. Those but motherfuckers dodged a bullet. <laughs> God, they dodged a bullet. They'd be so broke. But, but I'd, <laughs> they'd have a shipping container full of holiday decorations. <laughs> and containers and labels. and Okay. No, but, but I don't, but it was crazy to me. I don't remember. I didn't actually have a crush on another boy until like seventh grade. Lori, crush, first crush. Gosh, I have no idea. You don't remember? Not really. No. I, for me, it was like. Maybe Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, that, but there Did was. Did he a go to t- rehab? What happened to Kirk Cameron? Oh no, he's Mr. Religious. Um, but okay, so that's a TV crush. Right. That's different yeah. than like. A real, little, real boy I go to school with. Because your, your TV crush, I think you told me, was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, he was everyone's. What was that? There used to be that Home magazine. No, but it was like called Teen Beat or Heartbeat or something. And yeah. he was always on the cover of that magazine. And you were like, Ooh. Yeah. He had like longer hair. It was like a thing. This long, thick uh, head, head Well, for me, it was like, I remember first grade. I remember first grade. And I don't want to name any names because most of the people from back home... <laughs> Know everybody, so I don't want to be that guy. Everyone but, knows everyone. But I just remember, like, like having that feeling, like, like she'd come around me, and I'd be like, uh, I mean, yeah. like, like uncomfortable, you know, like I, I don't know what to say. I, I, I feel different. Yeah. First grade. Well, and so Garrett's in, in in second grade, and and Garrett's first crush was first grade too. So I my question is, is really it? Crush? I think you say it was his crush, but I don't know that. It oh was no, 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 no! It was. It, it's so funny to watch. So we, we <laughs> I went to lunch with him, and um, his crush, and I don't want to say anything. I don't want to embarrass anybody, but I know her father, and her father happened to be eating lunch with his daughter uh-huh. when I was there to eat lunch with Garrett. So we get in the line, and then her father with her. Goes, hey, Steve, and then gets in line with me. And then Garrett turns around and sees her. And he's like, hey. Like, like, I mean, he completely, like, changed and got uncomfortable. And immediately, they're like, I mean, here's this kid, Garrett, who is super confident, super witty. You he, think yeah. it was because she was with her dad? No, it's because it was her. And she's like, hi, Garrett. And then Garrett was like, uh, uh, hey, uh, sometimes I play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't know what to do. You know, um, but and then I remember, you know, my my nieces, my sister Victoria's daughters are absolutely beautiful and and amazing girls, and they're all cheerleaders and the whole thing. And when we lived at the other house, remember our neighbor's son. So the girls were in the back oh. in in bathing suits playing um, water balloons. So they came over to play water balloons with us, and he, he shows up and he's talking to me and he's like, "Hey, Mr. Steve," and blah blah. blah. And then the girls come over and like, hey, you want to play? And he's like, yeah. And he turns around and sees these girls. And he's like, <sighs> like, like, I mean, you could see like him fucking just change immediately. So I don't know if it's different for boys than, than girls. I, you know, is it, do boys have crushes younger? Do, you know? I don't know. Yeah. But, but if, if you were to ask your junior high self, 
Uh-huh. Let me, uh, would your junior high self be happy with your life now? Would my junior high... Uh, yeah, how would my junior like, high did, self did, not be happy with my life now? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Did, I have did, a shipping did, container full of holiday decorations. Well, no, but in your head in junior <laughs> high, in your head in junior high, the way you pictured your life, would it be this? Because uh, you didn't, you didn't want to be... I would say high, high school. You didn't want to be a mom. Just high school me. You didn't want to be a mom. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a mom. You didn't want to be married. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be married. You didn't want to have a heart and a soul. <laughs> But you got all those things. And that's, I think that's a very different path. <laughs> that's a very different path, right? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I came from a small city and I moved to... It's not, it's not a city. To, I mean, from a small town. I came from a small town and I looked at the map. We came from like, a village. Where's the, <laughs> No, it's not a village. Where's the furthest I can go? And I went to New York City. It's, it's in my short. I version. think I thought maybe I would have stayed in New York City. Had I had I not met and fallen in love with you, I think I might have stayed in New York City. I don't know if you fell in love with me. Or you were like, this is my way to get to LA. I'm going oh, to really use this guy. you that? <laughs> no, I don't know. I was like, I oh my know. God, that's terrible. You've never said that to me um, before. No, I'm kidding. Look at you blink your eyes. Because that's uh, awful. I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, no, but but again, if you were to if you were to go, okay, and, but that's the thing about being young, like it's different for me because I have literally had my path in my head, wow, the whole time. Thank you, Miss Lori, the whole time. Yeah, like I I was I I envisioned it. Um, now I will say that I I pictured it differently. Yeah. You know, I pictured I'd move to L.A., I'm super talented, I'll be a big star in no time. Like, yes, I, I pictured it differently. You told me at one time, there's a couple times you've articulated to me that you, in your head, sometimes thought you would have moved to New York City instead of L.A. No, I, no. What, what I, once I learned the difference, I wished I had moved to New York. I, growing up, I just thought L.A., 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 L.A. Yeah. Right. So then when you watch comedy shows, everything was from Los Angeles, California, so and so. Right. So I didn't know that there was a a scene, if any, in New York and all the comics that I was meeting, 90 percent of them were L.A. comics. Yeah. So I didn't really meet. and, And to me, you know, L.A. comedians, all they care about is being famous. Yeah. And New York comedians were, you know, more gritty, more simple T-shirts and jeans. They wanted to be comedians. Yeah. And what I what I mean is that I think I would have fit in more. And and as crazy as it sounds, the New York comics were were more working class. And then the L.A. comics were more, you know, if if you look at a New York comic, they're wearing um, usually lace up boots, you know, jeans and a T-shirt. Right, your 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 Bill Burrs, your Louis C.K.s, your Big J. Okerson, like all, all these guys from New York, mm-hmm. uh, Ray Romano, they, they're all very blue collar. Jeans and t-shirts. Yeah, I remember college going t-shirts. into the comedy cellar, and it was all jeans, jeans and, and t-shirts. t-shirts. Yeah. You go to L.A. and there's men in their 30s dressed like they're 14. <laughs> you know, I'm literally, they're literally dressed like they're 14 years old. 
and I just I, I think I would have fit in more in New York, right? Yeah. So my my vision and my path and what I have become, yeah, it has changed and it has you know moved. Yeah. Um, it is exactly. I, but I would say that your path changed. Oh, for sure, for sure, Off, for sure. Very different than for sure. Because you were like, I'm gonna go to NYU. I'm going to go to acting. I'm going to be on a TV show. Yeah. I'm going to be in a movies. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And that didn't happen. No. Well, actually, I thought I was, I mean, I was pretty certain when I graduated, I was going to go to USC. Like, that was the school I had visited, and I flew out there to audition and everything. And then um, they there was no record of my audition. There was no paperwork that had anything that I had showed up in person and auditioned. They had no Well, that's because you didn't have parents uh, paying for your admission. <laughs> <laughs> so I got accepted to the school right. for my academics, but not into the theater department because according to them, I had never, I, they just didn't have record of it. And so I got accepted to NYU and my theater teacher was like, you got, you got to go to New York. Like that's the place We shouldn't to go. just say theater teacher because she's a legend and that's Miss Charlotte yes. Brown. Um, yeah. But- I, you know, look, I, I have learned so much about women, about my respect for women. Yeah. Um, through you. And, and I honestly believe that, that it is so hard to be a woman. Yeah. It is so difficult to be a woman. And there's so much that come along with, with being a woman versus being a man. And it's like, you know, I feel like more than, especially Hollywood. Right. And, and, you know, you being a Latina, yeah. everything was, I, I mean, I remember feeling so bad for you trying, cause you don't speak Spanish well yeah, and them constantly sending you out on Spanish auditions yes. constantly on Spanish commercial and auditions the, and me just wanting the audition so freaking bad, trying to like stumble <laughs> through it. It was awful. And then, no, you know, awful. You know, no agents would talk to you because, well, we already have a Latina, you know, and then, well, you know who, you well, know, no, who, my teacher said, cause my last name bef before right. we got married, my maiden legal last name is Smith. And they were like, oh no, you're not going to get called in on all the Latina auditions. You have to change your last name. So like going through the process of I was Smith. Oh no, I'm going to use my grandmother's last name because that's Hispanic. And then being like, why am I doing that? Because now I'm only getting Spanish-speaking auditions. Like, that's not what I want. Well, no, but then they would say... I Renee Smith. But they would say, well, you are Latina. So there is an agent that's that, that he's just... He's the Latina agent. I ended, up, you know? I ended up with a Hispanic agent who represented a lot of Hispanic talent. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, so, I mean, it's hard. And then on top of that, you know, the... You know, coming to a town and... <laughs> You know, having to flirt and having to be the pretty girl and, mm -hmm. you know, and I always talk about that. Like, that's not me. I, I, that's what I mean. I just like, I'm inherently, it's just not me. But, but it's hard. Yeah. You know, I tell people all the time, you know, it, it is there. I'm an ice queen. It is there issues in Hollywood where men are toxic. 1000%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would even say that I was part of that. Men are toxic. Yeah. Know? I just wanted to get laid. I just, you know, I, yeah. I was, but, but. I lived there. Women in that town and in this business were just as toxic as the men. 
Uh, well, you and I talk about that's why just that's, as toxic. When we started watching Entourage, yeah. I was like, "That's the only thing I don't like about Entourage." Is later on in a couple seasons, the, they get some strong female characters. The but like, only just way, a bunch of hoes. the only way I had a chance with girls in L.A. was when I walked off stage. That was the only time, and that beautiful women would talk to me when I walked off stage. Yeah, you know, if I walked off that stage and had a good set. It was amazing, the girls at the bar, at the comedy store, at the improv. Oh, my, who's your agent? I was going to say, and, but do you oh think it's God. because they wanted something from you, or do you think it's just because talent is sexy? Because talent is sexy. It's attractive. Mm, no. I, I, I think it's both. Yes. I don't disagree that, that talent is sexy. Yes. Yeah. And being funny is, is a trait that we call them chuckle fuckers. Uh, <laughs> there, there, there are chuckle fuckers out there. Um, Lori just rolled her eyes <laughs> Too, because that just makes me think of like a jolly old man. Like, That's what I am. <laughs> um, but but no, you know the the women in Hollywood. What does that say about me? <laughs> You're a chuckle fucker, babe. Um, the the <laughs> a lot of laughs on this podcast. No, the 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 women in Hollywood were just as toxic, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends. You know, I, like I used to, I used to hang out with with several stars, if you will. Yeah, they're my friends, still my friends. We don't see each other as much. They're my friends. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times. You know, of, of course, this was before you. You know, we we would leave one of those fancy nightclubs where you had to be on the list, right? Yeah. And there the was, long line, and, and there was the velvet yep, room, and there was yeah. nothing but rich people, celebrities, and beautiful girls. Yeah. That's who the fuck goes in those places. Yeah. Right? If you're an ugly girl and you don't are you're a dude that doesn't have money or fame, you ain't getting in. Yeah. And I would get in because the comedy store, comics, friends, celebrity friends, we'd go to these clubs, we'd be hanging out, and me and somebody else would be talking to a girl about, hey, what are y'all doing after? And no, we're not doing anything. You know, we're not what are you talking about? We're like, well, we're gonna go have drinks, blah, blah. And they, it was no, 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 no. And then my celebrity friend would show up and be like, hey, ladies, what are we doing? Oh, well, where are we going? And we're going to hang out. And the way that they would fucking switch yeah. when it was from talking to me and my buddy to that celebrity. And by the way, at that time, not even that big of a celebrity. Yeah. I would, I would call him at that time. He's an, a, he's an A-lister now. He was a B-lister then. Yeah. But he would show up. And as soon as they saw him, it was, where are we going? What are we doing? And it, 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 what changed? I don't know. I can't answer right? that question. The only thing that changed is you saw somebody that can do something for you. You're just as toxic, right? Yeah. So that was another reason that I, I needed for my soul and for my, my life uh, to find you. Because yeah. you changed my life. You have, you have made me grow as a man and understand and respect women even you know, more so now than I ever had. Then you had a daughter in my life. That respect for girls and women went way up again, right? Yeah, with Delilah. Oh that my gosh, girl's killing me. Oh, she's something else, and I love that she's exactly like you. And you guys are having it out, and it's hilarious to watch. I can't deal with you. It I'm is like, not hilarious to watch. It's funny. Yeah. It is not hilarious to watch. That's but that's a whole that's a whole other podcast. That is that is next day. week's podcast. Um, we have wonderful sponsors: um, Aztec Chevrolet uh, in Beeville, Texas. We have Uvalde Chevrolet in Uvalde, Texas. We have uh, we have Uval uh, Aztec Ford in Goliad, Texas. Goliad Ford. So please, there is a vehicle for you. Give us a chance. 
Uh, we will actually go to your house. We will deliver. We'll do whatever it takes to earn your business. So please give Aztec Chevrolet a chance. We just got one of the GMC Hummers. I was going to say, you were showing me pictures. Oh, my God. That thing is gorgeous. Everybody's been looking for it. We finally got one. It's an electric Hummer. Do they all look GMC, like trucks like it's, that? It's a GMC Hummer. Yes. Okay. It's a GMC Hummer combination vehicle, and it is absolutely gorgeous. And we have one. So if you are the person that is dying to get one of those, we have one, and we are going to sell it. We, we all made, and we, I asked them, I want to sell this thing. What are we doing? They go, look, we're selling at a fair price. We're not pulling one of these. You got to pay an arm and a leg for it. We, we're going to sell it at a fair price. Yeah. So um, if you're looking for that vehicle, we have it. Um, Old Salt Coffee. Anybody that comes to the house and has it. Arturo was here last week. They're taking our bags of coffee with them oh when my they God. leave. Contractor Gabe. I mean, he's ordering the coffee. Yeah. It is not cheap. It is not expensive. But it is not cheap. But it is delicious. And I think for the value... You're, you're, you're getting an amazing cup of coffee at home so that you're not spending that it's really four dollars five dollars uh, yeah. uh, uh yeah coffee snobs like it pick cherries download the app please and thank you we love our friends at pick cherries we miss Stu. we got yes i know we haven't been to florida in so long we miss Stu. we gotta catch up with um, him but pick cherries please the only way to listen to podcasts and have fun and share clips so with that being said yes ma'am Oh, Miss Lori is telling me to let you guys know. That's another thing. Like, you, you don't realize all the shit that comes with all of it. Yeah. You know, it, my sincere apologies that that I am not at a level number one to control what is going on with Ticketmaster. Um, I'm not bad mouthing Ticketmaster at all because they are absolutely trying to do what's best for the artists. However, you know, we're getting these flex ticket prices and. It's making things different. It's dynamic pricing like the airline yeah. does. Yes. And the other thing that, that I want to mention is that if you are not buying tickets from my website and the actual venue, you 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 have a very high probability of getting scammed. So on so, your on your website, they can't buy them on your website, but on your website, we you send you to the right to the official yes. ticket link, the official ticketing site for the theater or wherever. Yes. Which so, is sometimes Ticketmaster. That's the theaters decide who they're going to partner with for their ticketing. So. Oh, and then last night, and God, we're going too long and, and we're going to be so annoying to Rick. I love you, Rick. Um, last night, Renee and I, uh, at the end of the night, uh, you know, we put the kids to bed and we have a moment. And then we, we usually choose something to watch. You know, we had been watching Yellowstone and we pick something and we watch it at night. Um, Entourage lately we've been yeah. watching. And then the, the new movie, A Million Miles Away, came out, starring Michael Pena. And, you know, I watched it um, because I am Mexican-American and I want to support um, the Mexican-Americans in, in the industry. All these beautiful ethnic faces on the screen. Um, and, and behind the camera. Yeah, behind the camera. And I got to tell you, gosh, I, you know, I don't sound like a puss. I, I cried twice. Yeah. It was absolutely moving. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. All the actors are great. All I, of them. I thought the story was well told. Mm -hmm. I thought it felt authentic. The screen, the script moves. I felt it felt authentic. Yeah. Um, it it represented the Mexican American to be hardworking, mm -hmm. you know, and driven and not and, hokey and appreciative of this country. Yeah. It, it was. I really highly recommend that you watch it. Um, I also, if you have a a preteen or a teenager, I think mm -hmm. it's a fantastic movie to watch. Yeah. And and not to sound, not to make it about me, but I'm about to make it about me. 
it, it one of the reasons I, I was so emotionally attached to it is because I have gone through the same struggles. Um, I picked a career like he did that is highly unlikely for me to succeed. Yeah. And fought my ass off, worked my ass off. Um, he did it with his wife, you know, backing him up. Yeah. I did it with my wife backing me up, which again goes back to how it, it's so very difficult to be a woman because you, because of all the obstacles you had, had to jump on ship with me. And that is, that is very humbling. Yeah. And I appreciate you for that. Um, and she did the same yeah. in this movie. She did the same. So the story of this man and his journey to getting into space and becoming an astronaut was very similar to mine. Um, there's a not taking no for an answer, not taking no for an answer and continuing to figure it out and, and get better. That's another thing that, that I really appreciated about this movie is that he, he didn't keep going. I keep applying. They keep saying no. His wife sat his ass down and said, well, why are they saying no? He goes, well, these other guys, you know, they, they're, they're, they have their pilot's license. And she's like, well, then go get your pilot's license. Yeah. Well, these other guys have diving, um, you know, uh, credibility. Well, then go dive. Right. So he continued to better himself and put himself in a position to then present himself and go, look, I keep applying. I keep getting better. I keep applying. I keep getting better. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just a beautiful movie. And, and I, I really, really hope and pray that you you take time out of your day or your evening. Watch this movie because, in my opinion, it was one of the most beautiful movies I've seen in quite some time. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I like biopics. That, you do. That's why I like uh, Oppenheimer so much, you yeah. know. Uh, but this one just truly hit home for me. And, and you know, the, the teacher that saw something in him and encouraged yes. him. Uh, and you know what? I love that because when you and I were watching the movie, um, I said, I wonder how true to life the teacher storyline is and then we saw something where he's doing an interview and he was like no that teacher was by my parents when i went up in space when the, when the launch happened so you know it, it, and, and that's another thing too to to all those teachers out there and i've said it before on this podcast you have no idea how much influence you have yeah. you have no idea that you can truly change somebody's life yeah in bad or good yeah. You know, and I've said it on this podcast. I've had bad teachers. I've had good teachers. But I also you think know? that's why it's so important. Like, you know, you say that to teachers, but also to parents. Like, let's remember, like, let's support these people. Let's support their families. Like, let's help them and encourage them because, gosh, I'm just dealing with Delilah. She's one and it's hard. Can you yeah. imagine a classroom of 25? Yeah. Like. So please watch the movie. Highly recommended. Um, I had fun with you today. It was good. We didn't fight. Well, cause I mean, we did. You're talking about my bargains, but it's okay because I'm still going to keep got, getting bargains. So They're not bargains. <laughs> They're not bargains. It's bullshit. I got to go. We love you guys. Thank you. Good night. <laughs>